Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business. I am Darwin, your host for today's episode, and I am with Adam Belinsky, founder and CEO of Crescendo. Hey, Adam, thank you so much for being here in the show today. I really appreciate it. And Adam, how are you? Yeah, thanks, Darwin. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come onto the show and to be here with you. I'm excited about this. Thank you so much, actually, for accepting the invitation. And Adam, can you please share some information about yourself and what you're doing? Sure. Yeah. So in 2017, I started a, a company called Crescendo, mm -hmm. and uh, that's spelled a little differently like, than the musical <laughs> Crescendo, uh, though it's inspired by the musical Crescendo. Uh, oh. It's C-R-U-S-H-E-N-D-O. And uh, Crescendo is all about helping people um, get ready for really big exams, specifically legal exams. So law school finals, the bar exam, uh, there's a professional responsibility or ethics exam that all attorneys in the U.S. need to take. Uh, we're about to release some material. We've already released some beta stuff um, to help paralegals and in one of their exams and certifications. And then we're working on some material right now for the LSAT as well. So all things legal education and what makes us different from other companies is our emphasis on audio and uh, trying to write for the ear, trying to um, do all we can to make audio learning materials engaging and memorable. So we use mnemonics and memory palaces. Uh, there's something called the method of Loki, where you basically visualize places and things that symbolize key concepts for a class or for an exam and help you memorize them and keep them together. We use a lot of acronyms and phrase-based mnemonics as well. We use illustrations. We use flashcards, audio flashcards. Actually, I don't know if there were audio flashcards in the market anywhere until we started creating them uh, back in 2017. And uh, so those quiz you on key concepts. And so um, that's the gist of, of Crescendo. We like the name Crescendo because you know, as you're ramping up toward a final, it should be exciting in a sense, uh, better than the concept of like cramming. And our initial name for just a few months was Crammer Tones. And like, we thought that was kind of cool. But then I wrote, I read this book called Biology, B-U-Y-ology. And it was talking all about like the psychology of brand names. And it gave different examples. And as I inspected our brand name of Crammer Tones, you know, I, I thought, well, cramming is kind of anxiety inducing. It's not like the most exciting, um, positive, emoting word you could use uh, because people usually hate cramming. Like, oh, I've got to go cram for this, cram for that. And so a crescendo is kind of talking about how we're coming to the end of the line, right? But it, mm -hmm. it's exciting and um, it's this gradual and we can, we can manage this um, acceleration. And so... And then, and then just changing the letters of the name Crescendo made sense for a few reasons. One, you know, to be able to get the URL we wanted. Two, also, it's just, you're like crushing exams. So it's nice to have the word crush right there. And you're crushing the end of your semesters, crush endo. And uh, so it worked out pretty well. 
that way. And, and we went through a ton of different names after we, we scrapped Primer Tones, or at least we knew we were going to scrap Primer Tones. We're like, okay, what are we going to use for a new name that can um, go with it? Oh, and I forgot to mention, this is important. With, with the name Crescendo, another reason it's highly relevant is we have optional classical background music. So we have songs unique to each subject to help with chunking and uh, getting information in the right buckets in your brain. And so uh, if you need a little bit more auditory stimulation, you can listen with this optional classical music. And so having a musical term like crescendo as our name just, just makes sense. So that was probably a lot longer winded answer than you wanted, but that gives you at least like a, an overview of crescendo, what it is, what it's done. Uh, it's been around now six years, hard to believe. Oh. And uh, we've been able to help thousands of students across the country. And um, most recently, we got a, we got an award from Corporate Vision for being the best bar preparation program in the United States, according to them. Whoa. So. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's totally amazing. Thank you so much, Adam, for sharing all, all of those information um, all about Crescendo. And yeah, um, thank you as well for sharing the history of Crescendo. So um, how did you first get started in your um, industry, um, Adam? I'm just curious about it. Yeah, great question. So prior to going to law school, I was a TV reporter and a corporate trainer at different times. And I loved both of them. And um, in TV reporting, you record your voice a lot and you make a lot of audio and then you turn it into video. Sometimes it goes into radio too. And as a corporate trainer, you're in front of people educating and you're constantly learning about adult education techniques, pedagogy, best practices, everything like that. And so when I was in law school, I was constantly asking myself, how can I apply the things I already know about education to upgrade my own educational experience? And so one of the simple things I did was I recorded outlines for each class. And um, I tried to keep my outlines for each class short, just like in TV reporting, where you're just like getting to the point, like what is the really critical stuff people need to know? Because in TV reporting, you have a minute and 30 seconds and it you're trying to convey a lot of information in that amount of time with my outlines for my law school subjects, I gave myself an hour. So that's a lot more than a minute and 30 seconds, but I still wanted that same intensity and pacing and push in it throughout that hour that I would have as a TV reporter in a minute 30. So I was able to, to get a lot of really good content into that hour. And because it was an hour, I was able to listen to it over and over. And I broke it into different chunks, like five to seven minute chunks. And I would listen to those chunks, you know, eight to 10 times on repeat, just so I could memorize everything cold. And I could memorize those things while doing things I enjoy or doing things I had to do um, that I could get away with listening to it. So it was all about efficiency. I went through law school with, with some kids and um, having to support my family. So I worked jobs too. So I was just very, very oh. busy. And so it was very nice on commutes or on walks or while I'm doing dishes or while I'm at the park watching my kids play tag, you know, to be able to listen to these audio recordings. So I was able to memorize an incredible amount of content in fairly short amounts of time. And 
because of that, I was able to perform well in law school. And as I went through law school, I shared my audio recordings with classmates. Uh, they really enjoyed them and uh, asked for more. And I got good feedback that way. At one point, I had a classmate wanting to buy stuff from me. And then I made mental note, this might be like a viable business opportunity in the future if I want. Yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of where the initial kernel of an idea was formed for Crescendo. It wasn't till um, a little bit after graduation that I actually started trying to get Crescendo going. And that was an interesting and challenging process. I, I started just on my own creating a beta course, trying to get some feedback to see what people thought and if it would work. And so I, I spent some time doing that beta course on the side as I was working doing law. So I was practicing law for the most part. And then when I wasn't practicing law, I was working the side hustle of creating this course content and trying to figure out how to best deliver it to people. And when um, August of 2017 came around, I was able to release this one little course for one little exam. I released it like two weeks before the exam, which wasn't ideal, uh, but I was still able to get just about like 35 people to try it out for free. And I was super excited about that. And then I surveyed them, got lots of good feedback from them, mostly positive feedback, some bits of constructive feedback, were, which were just as valuable. You know, it's good to be motivated. It's also good to have specific ways to improve. So I got a mix of both. And there was one student in particular that really, really enjoyed his experience. And he did a big blog post about it. And um, through that blog post, I was able to get a news article about us. And then I had a couple investors that were competing um, for Crescendo that just approached me. So that was nice. I didn't have to go hunting for investors. And, and then with some investor capital, we were able to basically times our curriculum by 13 in about eight months. And uh, that's kind of how that first little bit went. Right. So yeah, thank you so much, um, Adam. And yeah, you're totally right, actually. Um, because, you know, um, I just wanted to share as well that um, in my college um, days, I am a working student as well. So I do that as well. The recording um, thing that you did, um, actually, I do that as well because that's oh, too, awesome. um, yeah, yeah, that's too useful, actually, since we're working. Yeah, um, yeah, sometimes I didn't have any, you know, time to study. So um, what I just did, um, I just record um, um, so, um, yeah, some of the, you know, um, the lecture that we've been having in school, at least, um, I could, you know, memorize all of those. So yeah, mm -hmm. that is totally, um, yeah, amazing. And I could relate to you actually, and as well, your business strategy. And now, um, can you walk us through to your overall business strategy since, yeah, I'm just too curious and I am too interested about this. Yeah. Well, it makes sense given what your podcast is about and the name of the podcast, right? And our our strategy is evolving um, in the particulars, but in terms of philosophy and principles and values, it's been pretty consistent. I'd say at the core of our, our business strategy is customer satisfaction. Like 
Exactly. We want a product that really works and that customers can really get into and appreciate. If we don't have that, then we're not, even if we bring in tons of money, we're not really like making the world a better place. And so uh, we are really focused on customer success. We take their feedback super uh, seriously. And we are very generous with uh, refunds if people don't have as positive an experience as they expected. And so we've got a 30-day refund. We've also got a pass guarantee refund policy when people use our complete course for the bar exam. And so, uh, so I'd say that's, you know, principle number one, just awesome product, happy customers. That's a huge focus. Um, and then the next prong of, of approach and more on the marketing side specifically is leverage that goodwill for organic or semi-organic growth. So we, we had a referral member program at one point, um, and that was helpful for a little bit. We've actually sunset that now and replace that with an affiliate program. That's um, affiliate programs are, are really common nowadays. A lot of people are familiar with them. Mm-hmm. And so because of all that infrastructure, you know, we just set up with one of the affiliate programs. We use something called Tapfiliate and um, people can have unique links that will, um, you know, if they lead to a sale, they get a percentage of that sale. And so uh, we've worked to get uh, past users of Crescendo and then also tutors to become affiliates, uh, tutors that are non-Crescendo tutors, but may think our product is helpful or could be helpful for their students. So we give them uh, this affiliate opportunity as well. So we're not looking for random affiliates that have no tie to the law. We're looking more for people who have used Crescendo and love Crescendo and will just naturally be telling people about Crescendo. And this is just motivating them to remember to tell people about Crescendo and to get uh, income when they do. So I'd say that's our, our next emphasis. And then there's, of course, online marketing. We've done everything from Twitter ads to Google ads to Reddit ads to Facebook ads and to LinkedIn ads and a lot of experimentation on all those platforms. I feel like with online marketing and those platforms, like you just have to constantly try to, to innovate, to optimize. Some things go well, some things don't go well. Um, and so that's been a challenge over the years. It, uh, Google Ads especially, I feel like, has become more challenging. I don't know if it's because just because my market's become more saturated or if Google has just elevated all of its pricing for some reason. But the cost per conversion that we had earlier on in the company like two years in, three years in, was like five times lower than what it is right now on Google. So we're a little frustrated with that, to be candid, but I don't want this to be like a bashing Google section. Uh, It's just an observation and a a pain point that we've had. Uh, We've done some social media stuff. We've done, you know, a fair amount of podcasts. We've only done one really big 
kind of expensive campaign with a third party um, above the law. They did a series of articles and podcasts and email blasts, and that went pretty well. Um, it was expensive, though, especially for our early on budgets. It was like $23,000 to do. Um, but I think it paid some dividends. I think it ultimately paid for itself. Uh, we've done some traveling to schools to talk to people in person and to table and have a presence there. And that was also um, relatively successful. One of the things that was hard with that is it felt like um, it was really hard to know if you were getting your money's worth out of a trip, if that makes sense. And so, um, but I, I think in the long term, in retrospect, we generally, generally did. And it was a good learning opportunity for us. Uh, I'm trying to think of other ways we market or, you know, we do a lot of blog posting on topics within our domains and trying, and we, we've had some really successful ones. Like we have one about famous people who failed the bar exam. Mm -hmm. and that one gets us like a thousand um, clicks to our site for free every month. We have another one that gets us about the same, and that's just like the richest lawyers in America. So um, we have some good, good traction to our site that way. We also have just some code and statutes on our site. Uh, YouTube, I think, is a great place for people to grow nowadays and it's free and so you know good content good thumbnails good titling and you can reach your market pretty well for free you know thousands of views over time there have, have been very helpful and as we've asked people how they've heard about crescendo youtube is often one of the things that come up so uh yeah, we're trying, we're trying all sorts of stuff, you know, just uh, for, for us, marketing has been more difficult than, than just overcoming all the noise in the industry because mm -hmm. there's like 60 bar prep companies or something like that. It's, it's, out, it's outrageous uh, that we're competing with. And so um, it can be really hard to just rise above that noise and um, law students are busy, graduates are busy, yeah. they're not going to take time from their their billable hours generally to send a bunch of emails to their friends telling them about us so it's yeah it's a challenge marketing are our number one challenge right now exactly so yeah totally agree for that one thank you so much again adam and yeah um actually i could relate all of those because your marketing is too I mean, they're um, not too easy, actually, especially when I started here on our company, Twist. Um, yeah, uh, I just do cold calling and it's not easy, actually, just to, you know, hold with people and, you know, to push people to buy for your service. So, yeah, um, I really um, could relate for those things that you was been um, provided, um, Adam. So thank you so much again. And um, by the way, Adam, just to um clarify some things. Um, um, actually, when I tried to you know um, open the um website that you have about Crescendo, I think this is a bar review 
um website or a business so yeah uh, um actually could you please clarify um what crescendo offer or what the service that you have with um that offering here in crescendo sure yeah so um bar review is the heart of it and mm -hmm. um so bar review prep courses that would be where we make most of our money we also offer tutoring related to bar prep um, we also offer tutoring related to just law school generally uh, we had a guy who reached out to us um, last uh, winter and he was going to lose his scholarship because his grades were so bad the first semester and with our tutoring he was able to uh, leap his grades a tremendous amount and he was able to keep a scholarship and so that was awesome so we do offer services like that we offer services just for law school finals for mm -hmm. um, certain classes and so helping people prepare for their property law exam or their torts exam or secured transactions exam so uh, we have content for each of those people can buy individually and then we have some paralegal content and LSAT content that's pending. And so if you were to just say, what do we do and uh, what kind of products we have, I would just say legal education, like. I see. And so that's that's our domain. Yeah, I clearly understand now. So yeah, just to clarify, because um, yeah, what I taught earlier, this is only for a low, um, you know, low school or low student. So yeah, I, I get it now. So this is all about for all of the students who would like, you know, to um, um review or to get something. Yeah, if ever that, you know, um if ever that they, they didn't have a time, they could just you could just offer some reviews, something like that. Is that right? Yeah, that you'd you'd go, you know, those students would go to Crescendo, they would buy these audio products mm -hmm. and then they'd use them to study for their exam yeah yeah I get it now and um and now um yeah we're just going to talk about crescendo because yeah uh, um I think we didn't you know um tackle um about crescendo yet so um about challenges what um do um students typically face when preparing for some bar exam and how does crescendo bar um yeah bar review um address these challenges yeah, that's a really good question. So uh, there's a sheer volume of content that folks need to memorize. It's incredible. It's like 13 semester long courses worth of material. Um, and so it, it's, it's a lot of stuff. And so where we come in is help people master that material in terms of memorization. Of course, they still need to be able to apply it on on practice questions and be able to do analyses based on that knowledge. And so they've got to do practice questions and we offer practice questions too. Practice questions are probably the heart of preparation for most anybody, you know, 60% of your time, you're going to be doing practice questions, 40% of your time, you're going to be listening to our audio if you use our program. And, um, you know, we have written outlines too. So if you're not so much an auditory learner, but you love, how concise we are and that we use mnemonics then you can still use crescendo we have our written outlines and content but generally speaking you know people are taking us on the go and they're doing about 40 percent of their study and that study includes almost all of their memorization 
and then 60% application and analysis with that knowledge. And so, yeah, there's the sheer volume of content. It's also a short period of time. People usually only have about two months to prepare for the bar exam. Some people take more um, and it's, but two months is kind of the standard. And so you're, you're trying to do like 13 semester courses in just two months. Like that's, that's yeah. crazy. And some of it will be redundant with what you learned during law school, but maybe you learned it your first year of law school. And so it's a lot to bring back. So yeah. I, I'd say there's that. Uh, another thing that's just very challenging is legal writing is substantially different than other writing. And the writing you do on the bar exam is a fascinating algorithm. And there's some flexibility in how the algorithm manifests, manifests itself, but there's very critical components to, to your writing. And some people just don't know how to do writing. Some people, you know, English isn't their first language, so they have, they have to struggle through that. So that can make the exam very difficult. Some people aren't very fast at typing. Um, I had a guy that I tutored recently who um, always did his essays on paper and just brutal. Like you can't insert stuff. You can't do a lot of the easy edits that you can do with typing when you're just handwriting. But his typing was like, you know, the chicken pecking on the keyboard, super slow. And so I told him, look, we got to get you in the typing domain because um, I think your handwriting is what's really crippling you. And so let's get you typing and um, get you typing fast. And so got him doing a typing course. Anyway, so typing is a, a consideration for the bar exam. Exactly. You want to be able to type at least. I think 50, 60 words per minute to be in a good spot typing. If you can do more than that, then that's great. Um, so language, typing, uh, it's just like any other heavy English-based exam when it comes to the language. The sheer volume of content overwhelms a lot of people. Uh, people get really stressed too. Like it's, it's just a hard exam because so much is riding on it a lot of times people's jobs are riding on it. It's like you pass the exam, you have a job. You fail the exam, you don't have a job. And so that can be very intimidating. And so you've got two days that will determine your future. And if you get a flat tire on the way, or you have an irritable bowel situation, or, you know, anything, you get COVID, all of a sudden your plans are, are messed up. So there's, there's so much uh, anxiety opportunities for being anxious and by the way adam um yeah you already been mentioned about the um, resources or the um service that you was been offering to crescendo but please um could you please highlight um or um what set um crescendo bar um bar um i'm so sorry what set crescendo apart from other resources available in in low students yeah, so I think Crescendo is a very cost-effective solution. So that sets us apart from a lot of our big competitors. Um, there are thousands of dollars. We're less than $1,000 for our complete course. And so there's that. Uh, then we've got the audio emphasis and audio outlines, audio flashcards, and the mnemonics. All of those things together 
are unique. Um, we have audio attack outlines too. And so, yeah, just uh, written for the year, concise, engaging, and uh, lots of memory tools that you don't you don't see other places as much. Every once in a while, like you'll get a mnemonic with another program usually, and but they'll be kind of inconsistent in how they convey the mnemonics, how they um, explain the mnemonics, and it will be a mnemonic that is unique to the professor that's talking and um and so our mnemonics are more like systematized and standardized across all of crescendo so once you get used to one mnemonic within crescendo all the other ones become a lot easier to understand at a glance you know just in how we format them and bullet them and underline and use coloring and and everything so um yeah well other people use mnemonics we use hundreds of proprietary mnemonics. We use memory palaces. I don't know of any other course using memory palaces. I don't know of any other course using audio flashcards. And um, oh, another thing too, like our audio. So you can get audio of other courses usually, but it's it's the long form. It's like you get an hour of audio, you get a half hour of audio, you get an hour and a half of audio. We break ours down into the smallest Lego bricks, basically, that you're going to be building with in your understanding. And so we're looking at like 30 second, one minute audio chunks. So you can just listen to that one minute for 10 minutes and be like, I got this, you know, um, and you're not stuck in a situation where it's like, look, I, I understand 60% of this course, but I'm going to have to listen to 100% of it again. And so I'm going to listen to 40% that I really don't need to listen to so uh, when you're going back and reviewing it's a lot easier to isolate stuff and just be like oh i need to listen to this again i need to listen to that again um without having to listen to a bunch of other stuff initially we had three to five minute chunks of audio but even within a five minute chunk you know there might be two minutes in there you really need repetition on and you might be good with the other three minutes or vice versa and you know either way you're wasting time by listening to that whole track again. And so we got some feedback from students, great ideas. Hey, let's go micro with our chunking. Then we can really isolate specific principles. And so that's what we've been doing. And now Adam, um, yeah, I just wanted to ask you, so can you discuss any, any partnership or any collaboration you've formed to help grow your business? Yeah, great question. So for me, I've got a group of about six partners. Um, every once in a while, I have to count them up because we, we add them occasionally. Uh, and about half of them are people who were or have been or are still employees that have become partners and taken equity in the company uh, through their contributions. And so they were rewarded with equity. Um, and then there's a few that haven't ever worked for the company, but have just put significant money in. And uh, it's been really good to have everybody uh, to, to work with and to collaborate with and to report to and be accountable to. 
And I've been fortunate. My partners are diverse. You know, one of them's an attorney, one's a software developer, one's an entrepreneur in another space. And those are just some examples. Mm -hmm. uh, another one's becoming an attorney, going to law school and, and everything. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's been nice. And I'd say when you're choosing partners and people to work with, trust is one of the biggest things, you know, trust and communication and um, just being invested in, in the company and wanting to see it succeed. And um, yeah, a lot of great friendships are developed and maintained and continued through, through partnerships in in business and so um then we have people that we've collaborated with in other ways that aren't formally part of the company so uh different bar prep coaches um other programs that are out there that we think are helpful that could be good supplements to what we have we work with those folks sometimes you know i'll be interviewed by somebody within the bar prep space or we'll interview them or vice versa or, you know, just both. And so that's been good. So I've got some pretty good contacts in the space. I have talked to um, the CEO of at least one other bar prep company that I admire and I think they're doing a good job as well. And so just to, to collaborate and to get an idea of, of, of things and so uh that that was kind of fun but yeah so i think either the spectrum of collaboration you know the people that you get in formally and the people that you collaborate with on a one-time basis and maybe it's just like a, a phone call brainstorming session but everything on that spectrum is really valuable and for me really enjoyable i'm a people person and so i i don't really look forward to sitting alone on my computer typing but if uh, I've got a phone call or, or podcast to do or somebody to tutor or a presentation to give, that's all good, interesting stuff. All right. So, yeah, thanks, Adam. And um, Adam, actually, um, um, yeah, um, Crescendo is um, for all, all, um, yeah, all of those students, right? Um, no, um, all of the, those person who'd like to learn. And yeah, right now we're living in a 21st century and we're in a, you know, a technology um, or in a modern um, generation already. So now um, I would like to um, ask this for you. How did you stay up to date with the latest trends and development in your industry? Yeah, so I read a lot of just news generally. And you know that at, phones are smart and browsers are smart. So yeah. They take interest in what you take in interest in. And so if you're reading articles related to the bar, you're reading articles related to law school, you know, you'll see more of those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's just the easy uh, news reading to help stay abreast of things. And then another thing that I do and this is actually more for staying abreast and changes of the law because change of the law will then be reflected on the bar exam. And so we have to update our content when law changes. Mm -hmm. 
And so there's a bunch of key terms that we have set up Google Alerts for. So every week or so, I'll get a summary of all the the times amendments have been talked about with different rules, for example, or um, code and 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 other things related. So I, I use Google Alerts. I haven't really used Google Alerts so much for pedagogy or learning technology, just more for uh, legal stuff because we have to keep our legal stuff up to date and accurate first and foremost. And I do have um, some partners that are really into emerging technology, so they send me some stuff sometimes too. And one one in particular is always talking about, you know, ways we could potentially leverage AI and whether it's AI image making or AI text. And so that's been something we've been looking into. And from what I've seen, you know, AI can be really handy for developing art mm -hmm. um, and it can be handy for helping draft out certain portions of things, you know, but it's not going to put a ribbon on anything. <laughs> in terms of text and so but it, but it's good to get you know a quick draft that you can then rework and upgrade and put in to your site with pictures and things like that so we've, we've done a few articles that we've let ai help us with as an experiment mm -hmm. i hear it's risky though like there can be seo problems yeah. if you're if you're doing ai written content so you got to find the balance and also make it human enough that you can try to skate by those bots or whatever that are checking so anyway yeah so i guess those three things you know just partners sending me stuff and then just looking in the news and then google alerts are how i try to stay up to date on the things i feel like i need to stay up to date on Okay, so yeah, um, thanks again. And also, we're now in our final question. So, um, Adam, I'd like to ask this for you because, yeah, I'm too interested, actually. <laughs> and I know that there is some listener there that's interested about you and about Crescendo. So now, if anybody wants to connect or anyone thinking about working with you or partnering with you, Where's the best place they can go or what is the best way to do that? Yeah, I mean, they could just email me directly at adam at crescendo.com. And, um, and again, that's C-R-U-S-H-E-N-D-O. And then uh, we can talk through what kind of stuff they've got going on and how we might be able to help them. And, um, you know, if it's a student, we might be able to get them some free access to some of our content to try it out. And if it's uh, some other kind of collaborator, you know, <laughs> we can talk about other other stuff, whatever. So, yeah, email adam at crescendo.com. All right. So, yeah, I'll take note of that one and then I include that. Um, the link uh, or the website rather of Crescendo here on the podcast title at least yeah um they could just easily find it and um also um Adam 
Thank you so much again. So this is another pure of liquid gold that we've been acquired today from a guest. So it is really our pleasure having you, um, Adam, on our show. And thank you so much again. Okay. And You're very welcome. Way, thanks, Darwin. Take care. Thanks. And by the way, um, Adam, before you go, um, um, do you'd like to um say something to our viewer or to thank something or someone? Oh, okay. Kind of shout out of some sort. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. I'll put in uh yeah, I just want to say I'm really grateful for my family, for my kids, my wife. Uh they've been super supportive in all of this. And uh even my greater family, you know, and my brothers and uh my parents, it's been a stressful ride at times and it still is at times. And so I'm just really grateful for all the support that I've had from family and friends that want me to succeed. I don't think we can succeed independently for the most part, uh, especially on big projects like this. And so it's nice to have a big network supporting me. So of all those people, most grateful for my wife, Heather. So if she ends up listening to this, I love you. <laughs> Okay, so and thanks. I appreciate all the listeners uh, <laughs> that that listen to this and uh, give me a moment of their time. Yeah, thank you again, Adam. So, guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for sticking with us. If you got any value for today's episode, we would love to get a rating or review where you get the podcast. If there's someone in myth of growing their business or thinking starting a business, send this episode to them and then take one thing that you that you learned today. Go out, implement it, execute it, and let us know how it goes. We want to hear your wins. And above all, thanks for being here with us today. We really appreciate you guys. And see you in the next one. Cheers! <laughs>